Good morning, everyone. Dr. Foster here, the success coach with MaximumChange.com. Wanted to give you some things to think about today. Have you ever heard the term millionaire? Or have you ever heard the term uh, company did a million dollars in business? What do you think that means? Of course, you've heard that, especially if you're in business or you're an entrepreneur. You've heard the terminology before. But what does it really mean? Now, I'm going to try to give you a 100,000-foot view of the concept of million, uh, millionaire, million dollars in business. These are very uh, simplistic terms that I'm going to attempt to use and try not to get bogged down in too, mathemat- too much mathematics and, uh, and uh, theory. But I-, I just thought that it would be good to understand when we say uh, millionaire or million-dollar business, that we understand what that terminology actually means. Because I think it means different things to different people. Now let's let's just take the term millionaire. What, what do you think that means? Does it mean that you have a million dollars sitting in a briefcase and cash? Does it mean that you have a million dollars sitting in your bank account? Or does it mean that you have a million dollars in cash and liquid assets or other assets. Now, I would argue with you, um, I had an uncle who was a multi-millionaire. Although, even though I knew he was wealthy, I also saw that he really didn't live an overly, outwardly extravagant lifestyle. Um, If you went into his home, you would see that he had a very nice, expensive home. Uh, For the time, he drove a nice Mercedes. I believe his wife drove a Mercedes or even a... um, uh, She may have even had Jaguar at once. I I don't remember exactly. His son drove a a very classic uh, Mercedes. And so... And they had a housekeeper. I mean, you could tell that they had money. But what I learned from him uh, was that Wealth, when you say you're a millionaire, is not just the liquid assets that you have, in other words, cash on hand, but it also includes your assets. So his house was part of his multi-million dollar uh, uh, you know, statement, his cars, his jewelry, uh, assets that, that he had in, in stocks and bonds, and mutual funds, and gold, and silver, whatever he had, asset form, created this idea of a millionaire. So when we say we want to be a millionaire, have you ever really stopped to think about what that means? Most people have this fantasy that millionaire simply means you have a million dollars in the bank. And I would argue that's fine, but I would also argue that's not really sustainable long term because you need to have investments, you need to have other assets to uh, build up your portfolio. And that's really what it's about. And when I work with people who are aspiring millionaires or close to becoming a millionaire, we have these conversations about what it means to say you're a millionaire. Now, obviously, I'm not a financial planner, and I'd highly encourage you at some point in your journey toward millionaireship that you get a really good 
uh, financial planner to help you navigate through. See, here's the other problem with the statement of millionaire. A lot of times you, you have these people that, that have this myth, this mythology in their head, this, this fantasy in their head that to be a millionaire means that you can go out and buy whatever you want, whenever you want, and, and that's a fool's errand. And what I mean by that is that you have to, when, you, when you're a millionaire, you have to be more miserly, more cautious about the expenditure of, of assets. Now, let me just tell you a little story about uh, someone who uh, I knew growing up. They were, I wouldn't, I don't know if they were a millionaire or not. Maybe in assets and uh, in cash on hand and other funds, they had a lot of money. Uh, but here's what I know about this person. Maybe they were a millionaire, maybe they weren't. I never saw their actual financials. But I knew they had a lot of money. And here's what I knew. They, they actually told me this. They said that people with money tend to hold on to their money rather than spend it. And when they have to spend their money, they're miserly on it. Now, here's what I mean by that. This person who could clearly buy anything they want from any store they wanted, uh, they, they were a very nice, this was a man, and it was a very uh, tall man, big man. He had big hands, and he wore, I kid you not, biggest diamond I've ever seen in my life was a 10-carat diamond. And he wore that on his hand. Now, that, that diamond alone was worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay? And it was a beautiful diamond. But my point is this. That person could have bought anything they wanted. They could have shopped at Macy's, Bloomingdale's, uh, you know, Dillard's, you name the store, uh, even Saks Fifth Avenue, whatever store you want to think, uh, uh, Polo, any of them. And this man and his family shopped at discount outlets like TJ Maxx. And here's what I learned from this person. Never pay full price for anything. That was a powerful lesson for me. Never pay full price for anything, especially clothing. So the terminology millionaire for him was not just assets and liquid assets, but also the ability to uh, save money as part of his millionaireship. Now, let me talk to you about what it means to have a million dollar business. Because I think there's several different ways that we could splice that idea as well. Now, if you say, I have a million dollar business, does that mean that you have a million dollars in sales? Or does that mean that you have a million dollars in liquidity? In other words, money in the bank? Does that mean that you have a million dollars in assets? Now, I, I could tell you right now that my idea of a million dollar business is that I have a million dollars in sales. Now, when you have a million dollars in sales, that does not mean that you will have long-term a million dollars in the bank. In fact, let's just use some very simple math. I'm not going to get overly complicated. 
and and get into the theory and nuances of uh, tax taxing businesses and all that. But let's just say this: in order for you to have approximately a million dollars in the bank, let's assume that the tax rate is forty percent. Okay, I, I know that's maybe a little higher than what it might be, but let's assume the tax rate is forty percent. And this assumes that what I'm about to share with you is uh, after income, so a net income, in order to have a million dollars in the bank, you need to have after expenses. So your net income needs to be approximately $1.8 million. Now, think about that for a minute. You need $1.8 million sitting in the bank to be able to pay 40% tax rate and have a million dollars left over. Think about that for a minute. And actually, when you do 40% of 1.8, it's a little bit more than a million, but I'm rounding, okay? So again, don't, don't get all worked up about me being exact or not exact. I'm using thumbnail sketch here to help illustrate the point. If you say you're a million dollar business, the question is at 40% of a million, how much do you have left over? And then the question is, are you really a million dollar business? No, you had a million dollars in sales. Now, the context of having a million dollars in the bank means that you had to have made over $2 million so that you could cover your expenses, have $1.8 million left over in net income, and then you pay your taxes, which leaves you a little over a million dollars in the bank. You see how complicated this gets to explain what it means to be a millionaire or to have a million dollar business? So I think what you need to do as a business owner is define what your true goal is. You have to be specific here. Do you want to have a million dollars left over in the bank at the end of the year? That's after taxes. That's after expenses and taxes. If that's your goal, then you have to have well over $2 million in sales. Now, I'm going to tell you another story real quick about taxes. Because this is something that took me a while to wrap my brain around. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you are listening to this and you do not believe in capitalism or you are against capitalism, you need to stop listening now because this isn't going to make any sense to you at all. But if you believe in capitalism, I'm going to tell you right now, you have to measure how much money you truly are being taxed. Now, the law says that you're allowed to take certain write-offs in business and you're allowed to take certain write-offs in your personal life. Until the law changes, you're going to continue to be able to use those loopholes. So an effective tax rate of you know, when you say you have a 40% tax rate, the effective tax rate, tax rate could be actually less because of all the write-offs you get. See where I'm going with this? But if you're not a capitalist, in other words, you don't believe in the freedom to make money and grow business and hire people, that's capitalism. Capitalism is all about making money for a profit. So if you don't believe in capitalism, owning your own business is going to be very frustrating for you. You you have to understand that the more you're taxed, 
Now, now hear me here, because I don't want you to get confused with a higher tax rate. I want you to understand that I'm talking about being taxed at the current rate. The more money you pay in taxes means the more money you're making. And that is true capitalism. When you pay more taxes because the government makes you pay more taxes, what ends up happening is you have to make more money to cover more taxes. So a millionaire friend of mine, I've had several millionaires in my life. I've, I've had millionaire mentors. Uh, I mentor millionaires. I've had millionaire after millionaire tell me that the more money you pay in taxes, it means you've made more money, not because the effective tax rate has increased. Does that make sense to you? You understand what I'm trying to say? It's okay to pay your fair share of taxes, your fair share of taxes. And when I say your fair share of taxes, what I mean is that these are taxes that are based off of a legal and true effective rate that the government has approved. I'm not talking about cheating on your taxes. I'm saying that if the government says you can write off $100 and you write off that $100, that becomes your effective tax rate after that $100 is written off. So being a millionaire is a lot of work. It, it changes, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I want to be a millionaire. You don't, you don't, sometimes you don't even understand what you're asking for. I'm not saying being a millionaire is wrong. I'm saying that most, when you look at people that have won the lottery, or if I were to go out and find someone who is like piss poor, in other words, they don't even have a penny to rub together with another, with another penny, okay, they don't have two pennies to rub together. I'm talking about someone who is so poor that they can't even change their own mind, all right? When you give them a lot of money, look what happens. People who win the lottery... Uh, people who come into a windfall of money, look what happens to them. Not only do they lose the majority, if not all that money, many of them end up in bankruptcy owing more money than what they started with. So it's one thing to be poor, but it's another thing to be poor and owing a lot of money. And so... What I'm saying to you is if your desire is to be a millionaire, you have to start thinking like a millionaire. You have to start saving like a millionaire. You have to start investing like a millionaire. You have to start being a millionaire long before your bank account has the number of zeros in it. Okay? So don't just say, I'm going to be a millionaire. You have to prepare for that mentally. You have to prepare for that emotionally. It is wonderful to be able to afford a Maserati or uh, a Lexus or a BMW or whatever your favorite car is. It's amazing to be able to drop three million dollars on a house that is your dream home in the mountains or in the valley or in, at the beach. It's an incredible feeling but think about this for a minute. In order for you to afford a $3 million home, it means that you had to have more than $3 million in the bank so that you could maintain the millionaire status. In fact, I listened to Gary Vaynerchuk, and I do a shout out to him every once in a while when I, when I mention his name, Gary V. 
not that he knows who I am or ever listens to my stuff. This guy's worth million, hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, his business alone that he's a, a co-owner with is is worth you know hundreds of millions of dollars. And he says that the best way to stay uh, you know safe financially is just not spend money. He talks about it all the time to get a crappy apartment. You don't need the fancy apartment. He says drive a crappy car. You don't need the fancy car. I, I struggle with that because I think that if I'm going to work hard and earn money, that I deserve to treat myself to some things. But there's a difference between treating yourself to something and being stupid. For example, I treat myself to a cup of ice cream every once in a while. But treating myself to ice cream does not mean that my cup is actually five gallons of ice cream. No, it's a little cup, maybe eight ounces of ice cream. The same goes with treating yourself to a car or a home. You don't have to buy the most expensive house on the block or the most expensive house in your, in your, in your town. You don't, uh, listen, I love the Maserati, but I, I drive a Nissan Xterra. And every once in a while, we actually have a Toyota Prius. So I have a hybrid. Why do I drive those? Because I want to. Now, does that mean that I I don't ever want a Maserati? No. That means that I try to be wise about where I'm at and save the money for more important things. Like, I'd rather travel and see things. I'd rather invest in my education, my my children's education. I would rather invest in things that are important to me rather than having expensive cars in my driveway. That doesn't mean that I still don't want a Maserati. So being a millionaire is complicated. Wanting to be a millionaire means different things to different people. Understanding that having a million dollar business can be calculated in several different ways. Whatever the case may be, you need to be educated in the fact that money and having money is very complicated, very complex, and should not be taken lightly. So listen, if you would like some help with this and other subjects, I'd encourage you to visit my website at MaximumChange.com. Reach out to me, like this podcast, share this podcast, comment on this podcast, But above all, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. We're out there. Just go to our website at MaximumChange.com and you can get all the information on where we're found on social media and beyond. Have a good day.